I am Sister Justine. I'm a loving, devoted follower of Jesus who teaches at the local Catholic school. And Sister Justine has plenty of stories about saints, which she shares with the children to help them in their everyday lives. Relax and listen as we bring you Sister Justine's Saint Tales. Hey, Mom, do you think I can see Santa Claus while we're out here? We'll see, dear. We'll see. What a madhouse here. I'm not sure where to begin on this wish list. Hey there, I know what your kid needs. The new reworked version of All I Got for Christmas by Kariah Mary. New reworked version? Oh yes, digitally remastered, much cleaner sound. And some bonus songs, never before released. Cool! Well... And new cover art. When you pull apart the frosty first layer of the package, there's Kariah Mary in all her glory. Her robe, her crown, she's the real queen of Christmas. What do you mean, the real queen of Christmas? Wow, you really just asked that? Someone's behind on the times. Oh, that's just... Come on, dear. No sale here. How obnoxious can one get? Pardon me, ma'am. Do you mind? I'm trying to fill my latest hot take. And I'm here at the town shopping center where I've been asking people to tell me what their favorite Christmas movie of all time is. And the people are telling me it's... Well, it's my favorite, too. It's Die Tough. What? You know, Mom, Die Tough. It's that action movie with all the guns and explosions. It's it's about a bunch of terrorists, but the story happens on Christmas Eve. So therefore, it's a Christmas movie. That's so gross. No, the gross part is at the end, when the villain falls all the way down to the ground. But it's a good thing, because as soon as he goes splat, they start singing carols and everyone's happy again. Are you kidding me? Well, looks like someone here doesn't seem to have the spirit of the season. Don't worry, lady. It'll all be over when Christmas is over at 12.01 a.m. December 26th. I cannot believe this is what Americans think Christmas is about. Me neither, Mrs. Tyler. Hi, Sister Justine. Oh, hi, Sister. Sorry you saw me all upset like that. Oh, don't worry. I feel the same way as you do about modern media's treatment of Christmas. How some people choose to celebrate peace on earth and goodwill to all with a violent shoot 'em up movie is beyond me. And that supposed real queen of Christmas pop star? Our blessed mother might like a word about that. (laughs) True, sister. Thanks. I needed a laugh. What are you doing here, Sister Justine? Oh, I'm doing what I suppose you're doing. Seeking a few Christmas presents for others. My fellow sisters and I celebrate Christmas with a lot of prayer, but we like to exchange modest gifts, too. They especially like when I bring them chocolates, cheeses, and other small goodies. Yummy! And we'll sing carols and maybe watch some of the classic Christmas TV specials. We were kids once, too, you know. That sounds nice. Mom, I don't want to miss seeing Santa Claus. Can we go, please? Really? Right in front of Sister Justine like that? Oh, I don't mind. Kids are kids, and this time of year gets them excited. Besides, Santa Claus was inspired, of course, by a Christian saint... So I'm not against Santa. Really? A saint? Oh, sweetie, don't you remember how you leave your shoes out on St. Nicholas Day and get some treats? Oh, yeah. St. Nicholas was the inspiration for Santa Claus. Maybe Sister Justine could tell you more about it. Oh, certainly. It would be my pleasure. Nicholas was born in the ancient city known as Patara, located on the coast along the Mediterranean Sea in the nation now known as Turkey. Not much is known about my early life. I was born around the year 270 to a family of wealthy Greek Christians. I lived during the time of the Roman Empire, but it was a turbulent time. 
Roman emperors may have been powerful, but not necessarily secure. Emperor Severus Alexander, for example, was murdered by his own troops in a power struggle. And then you had outside invaders always attacking places. Thankfully, our family's faith in Jesus Christ kept us safe through all the troubles. Nicholas's uncle was the Bishop of Mira, a city within the same province as Patara. Seeing that his nephew was a loyal, good young man of God, he ordained him as a priest. My parents died while I was still young, and I inherited their wealth. Because I was a priest, though, I was committed to living a life like Christ. And that meant casting off earthly wealth to follow his path. To do that, I gradually gave away all my parents' money to the poor. And this is how the legend of St. Nicholas begins. He went on pilgrimages to the Holy Land, and while traveling, gave away money to those who needed it. While historians still debate whether the tales are true, there's one story that stands out as an example of his generosity. I had learned of a local man, a wealthy man, who was deceived and cheated out of his money by some bad people. This left him so poor that he could no longer afford the traditional dowries that would allow his daughters to get married. A dowry is an amount of money or property that in many cultures is presented by the bride's family to the groom as part of the marriage. And with no money to pay the dowries, this man feared that not only would his daughters not get husbands, they'd also be forced to earn money by doing sinful things. I took pity on this man and decided I would help him, but I would do it secretly. And so, one night, Nicholas snuck up to the man's house and threw a purse full of coins through his window into his home. And then he ran away before the man could spot him. What's this? Oh, it's a purse of money. Who is it that gives me this generous gift? If only I could see this person to thank them, whomever you are. I am grateful to you. You've made it possible for my oldest daughter to marry. When Nicholas learned his second daughter was engaged, he did the same thing. And once again, I snuck off before the man of the house could spot me. Again, a bag of money. Is this a generous person? Or is God perhaps sending an angel to help this wretched, unworthy soul? I must find out. Soon, the third daughter got engaged, and once again St. Nicholas decided to help by providing the money for her dowry. But this time, I got caught. You! Stop right there! Master of the house, I promise you, I'm not looking for trouble. Are you the one who has helped me in my times of need? Are you sent by God? Are you perhaps an angel? <laughs> oh no, sir. I'm not an angel. But I am a priest, devoted to Jesus Christ. My name is Father Nicholas, and I gave you that money in secret, as an act of goodness, to help your daughters get married and avoid a life of sin. Oh, Father Nicholas, I cannot thank you enough. What can I do to make good on my debt to you? Your continued devotion to God is plenty. But one other thing, and you must obey this, you are to tell absolutely no one of my deed. Do you understand? This stays between us and our Lord. After his travels through the Holy Land, Nicholas returned to Mira. His uncle, the bishop, had died. The priest residing there decided that the first priest to enter their church that morning would become the new bishop. I got up early in the morning, 
and entered the church to pray. I was unaware of the plan the priests had to find their new bishop. Little did I know, I was that first priest to enter that morning, and so my fellow priests made me the bishop. In my leadership role, I traveled through the streets of Mira, preaching the truth of Jesus Christ and his good news for those who believe. This didn't sit well with the local Roman magistrate, and soon... Soon I was arrested and jailed, along with many other devout Christians. Father Nicholas had a lucky break, however. The Roman emperor at the time was Constantine the Great. He had carried out many reforms within the empire, but the most important thing he did was to embrace Christianity. He became the first Roman emperor to become a Christian. And because of this, he ordered many Christian prisoners, including Nicholas, to be set free. I went back to preaching the good news of Jesus Christ and conducting acts of generosity and kindness where needed. There was one occasion I learned that the local governor, Eustathius, had ordered the execution of three men. These men were innocent of any crimes. As it happened, Eustathius had accepted a bribe by a corrupt official in exchange for the convictions of these men. I found out when and where they were to be executed, and showed up. I convinced the executioner to put down his sword and release the men, who had been wrongly convicted. Then I confronted Eustathius, and got him to admit his wrongdoing. He confessed and begged for forgiveness. The storyteller St. Nicholas did many other good deeds, and even performed some miracles. There was one time, for example, when it is said he used prayer to rescue a boy who was kidnapped from his home and held captive as a servant for a local noble. There was also a time when, it is said, he was traveling to Greece from the Holy Land by boat, and when a storm arose and threatened to sink their vessel, he calmly prayed and the storm calmed down. The common belief is that I died at the age of 73 on December 6, 343 A.D., Back home in Mira, the church venerated me not long after my passing. Ah, uh, but you're probably wondering, how did I inspire the person you know as Santa Claus? Well, in addition to those deeds I was said to have performed, I also continued to give gifts to people secretly, to be able to help them and to give them a little joy in their lives. That was all the reward I needed. <laughs> St. Nicholas's feast day is December 6th. Hundreds of years ago, it became a custom in many European countries, including Germany and the Netherlands, for children to leave a shoe or a sock by the fireplace on the night before St. Nicholas Day. Good children, according to custom, were given presents that may have included coins, small fruits, or maybe even a small toy. Oh, so that's where it comes from. The Dutch call him Sinterklaas. Over time, when the traditions were brought to what would later become the United States, his name evolved into what you know as Santa Claus. I've read that the custom of leaving food out for Santa Claus and his reindeer is inspired by the custom of doing the same for St. Nicholas and his horse? Yes, I've read the same thing. So Santa Claus is real? Well, if the Santa Claus you know of is inspired by the spirit of St. Nicholas, then yes, he's real. It's so hard to find that spirit among all this. Well, this, and this pushing and shoving and all the buy this, buy that. Whatever happened to the spirit of giving? Oh, if you look hard enough, it's out there. And there are many who do give from their hearts, who give their time, not just at Christmas, but throughout the year. 
You may not see them, but it's because they're not looking for the attention or praise. Just like St. Nicholas. Yes, exactly. Kind of like how we spend Thanksgiving, Mom, when we serve turkey dinners to the homeless people over at the shelter. You did that? Yes. Yes, we did. God bless you. And you see, it's only because your daughter spoke up about it now that anyone knows about it. You do have the spirit of St. Nicholas in you. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. And it's hearts like yours that St. Nicholas sought to reward in his lifetime. And it's hearts like yours that please the Christ child on his birthday. You feel better now, Mom? Yes. Yes, I do. Don't worry about all those others who attempt to ruin the spirit of Christmas by pushing obnoxious music or movies or who complain about the holiday itself. Stay true to the spirit of Christ and his greatest gift to all of us, our salvation. Do that and you'll be rewarded with a gift that no box or dollar amount can bring you. I, I really feel much better now, sister. But goodness, it's chilly out here and I did make a promise we'd go see Santa Claus, so let's go. You mean, let's go see St. Nicholas? And I'd like to come watch if you don't mind. Now that you're reminded of the origin of Santa Claus, I think this visit will go better than you expected. I think so too. After that, we'll get some hot cocoa. It's on me. What do you say, Sister Justine? How about Merry Christmas? You've been listening to Sister Justine's Saint Tales, created and distributed by the Communications Department of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. The voice talents you heard are Melissa Cumming as Sister Justine, Mary Jo Casilio as the mother, Graciana Casilio as the child, Analia Cromer as the salesperson, Angelise Cromer as the social media influencer, Emerson Stevens as Saint Nicholas, and I'm Michael Mrosiak. I was the voice of the poor father. I'm also the creator, writer, and producer of this series. Special thanks to all the cast members for their participation. Thanks to Samuel Francis Johnson and Pixabay for the prayer theme, and to Pixabay for portions of the sound effects used. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to come back for more of Sister Justine's Saint Tales.